Welcome to Things I Preached Myself About podcast. I'm your host, Rich Vangen, and today I'm throwing in a, kind of a sooner-than-later edition of Things I Preached to Myself because I've really had this, this aching on my heart, and I think that God's really just been kind of working on me in a lot of unique ways. So a lot of this is really freestyling as I'm, I'm trying to put together all these thoughts, but What's really been hitting me a lot lately is the impact of not only your your television and radio, your narratives, your your behind the scenes, uh, you know, operations that that are trying to affect the world as it, as we know it, but also the the social media, which is just a is just a giant mushroom cloud of insanity. And and so I'm seeing and hearing a lot of these buzzwords and this these this how much uh, this stuff is really hitting and affecting everybody. And I mainly want to use that term that it really flies is influencer. So in our social media world, the term influencer is basically somebody that has a drive or a belief and they're pushing their narrative on your thinking. They're trying to influence you in all sorts of manners, whether it's buying a product or it's thinking a certain way or it's believing a certain thing. And so these people come out in the social media aspects, and this could be your Instagrams, your TikToks, your Facebooks, your YouTubes, your Twitters, and all these others. And they put out content after content, and people sit and watch these things day in and day out and listen to these people and really just absorb everything they say and believe it. It's kind of like going back to the old days where you you know, when uh, Walter Cronkite would speak or Walter Winchell or Dan Rather would speak and everybody just, you know, accepted what they said as, as the truth and moved right along. And there you had the real initial influencers. So the reality is, is that that exact type of thing, you know, the radio and television from yesteryear is happening still only it's happening on a grander scale with the advent of the internet and all these other media inputs. But where where are we as people who are looking to God? How how is this impacting people that are walking around claiming the name of Jesus? And I have to say I, I'm seeing a lot of negative, wrong, uh, just flat-out heretical influence coming out of the social media. People claiming to be Christians, people claiming to be godly, people claiming to be Bible-believing. And the, a lot of the stuff they're spewing out is just flat-out garbage. And... So this has really been bothering me a lot, and it's it's something that I've had to stop and evaluate myself. You know, we, we all like to listen to certain preachers and teachers and read certain books by certain authors, and, 
And that's a form of influence. That's something, you know, you go to church, you listen to your pastor, your preacher, and, you know, they're, they're influencing you. That's, that's an, a church influencer. And so a lot of this stuff really sculpts and, and molds and shapes and alters and changes and really affects people in a huge way. But the bottom question is right at the base. Which way is it influencing? And here's where we, you know, me and you and all of us have to really stop and examine ourselves. And I think the vast majority of people are not. They're just flowing with whatever way the influencer flows, whether it's a influencer in a church pulpit or on a YouTube or in a book or on a radio or whatever, whether it's godly or demonic, whichever, they just, a lot of people just throw up their hands and smile and go right into the river with the flow, not really knowing if it's good or bad. You know, we all grew up, you know, and had family influence, friends influence, teachers, experiences. You know, they all affected our thinking. And as people grow up, you know, some become liberal, some become conservative, some are pro this, some are pro that. You got good eggs, you got bad eggs, you got all these things, you know, and then there's that underlying core of the sinful nature, and that impacts a lot. And so all of this is hitting us. We're getting bombarded in every direction. But the bottom line is, which way are these things influencing us? Because let's face it, 99% of it is probably garbage. 99% of it is probably really bad for us, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. There's a whole big thing of accusations flying about that Facebook, particularly Instagram, is psychologically detrimental to young people because these influencers with their perfect images that they're projecting are saying, if you're not this, then you're not that. And so people, young people especially, who are very easily swayed are falling apart. So we already know that there's so much bad out there. We already know that these people are selfish and greedy and driven strictly to make money and not care about the consequences, not care about the carnage that is left behind in their wake of their influence. And that's the situation we're facing in the world today. So... I kind of had to stop and think, okay, where does my theology come from? What influences me? Like you, I listen to a lot of different teachers and preachers. I read a lot of books. I, you know, I have to, and what, what's affecting me? And the same is what's affecting you. Your view of your relationship with God and who God is through Jesus Christ is greatly affected majorly by outside influences. You didn't just wake up one day and all of a sudden have this, you know, beautiful telescopic view of God and his attributes and say, yep, 
there we go. I know God and I know Jesus and everything's good. Though I hate to say it, there probably are people like that. But but you didn't just do that. So where did your influences come from? Well, I grew up in the church and I, I listened to so-and-so and I these radio broadcasts, television broadcasts, so, you know, the whatever. So there's your influence. But now the question is, just like every other influencer out there, is it good for me? Is what these people and these books and these teachings say, are they good for me? And folks, I hate to say this, but if you're just running rampant, jumping into that stream, going with that flow, guess what? I really feel sorry for you. Because right in the, the reality of all of this is that's just the blind leading the blind then. Because we already know from past history that there are a lot of preachers and teachers and self-professed experts and motivational coaching, whatever's running around out there that are, are devious, flat-out demonic, and leading people astray. It's literally the old uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. And so if you're just following blindly, where are you really going? So as I've been looking at myself, because, yeah, I've been influenced a lot. You know, I've, I've mentioned my, my background a number of times, and a lot of my background, you know, has been all over the board. But as, as I've been just kind of learning and growing and the Holy Spirit has been impacting and teaching and moving me, I've had to, I've had to rethink my life numerous times and rethink my view of God numerous times and rethink my view of theology that which is the study of God numerous times and 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 guess what you cannot put all your eggs in one basket you cannot just say oh John MacArthur is the cat's meow and that's what I'm going to run with no matter what he says that I believe it and and don't get me wrong I love John MacArthur I I, I agree with just about everything he says. But again, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's just like these people that sit there and follow people on these the social media and they just like whatever that person says is gospel. It's like these these blind, you know, people that absolutely have no outside life that sit and worship television people like the Kardashians. You're sitting there following this blindly. And the same goes in the, in the church world, in the Christian world, in that you're just, you can't sit there and say, okay, these teachers, are, I just believe everything they say. Even if they are good, sound, theological, you know, grounded in the word of God teachers, you can't just take everything at face value and be influenced and say that's it. The churches, I hate to say this, folks, but a lot of churches in this world, just because they have the title church in their name, just because they have a picture of a cross, just because they might have a few copies of the Bible laying around, just because somebody's up there in robes or somebody holds their their meetings on Sundays or Saturdays or whatever, doesn't mean that they're right. Because you know what? The vast majority of churches 
all they do is they, they listen to the world. They listen to the world. And if that's what they're doing, guess what? Then we got a problem here. So if, if we look back at a, a letter that Paul wrote to a church in Galatia, in chapter 3 of, of that letter, it's, it's amazing. You know, Paul really calls out, and this is something that can really be called out today. And, and yes, I've, I've harped on this subject over and over and over. And, and it just, it floors me how it, you know, as I watch the train wreck out there of this world, that it's just, it's getting worse and people are getting more and more blind. Paul wrote in Galatians, he said, Oh, foolish Galatians. That's not a good start right there. Who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. So he says, let me ask you this. Did you receive the spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? And, and I stopped there just simply because Paul's having to say, look, you guys started out here. You had the word, the word of God. And what did you do five minutes later? You turned around and you started following the world. Folks, churches are listening to the world. They're influenced like you, like me, by all these outside exterior things. They're all being influenced. And the question is, if you're being influenced, are you accepting it as the gospel, as the truth, as the, the good news, as what you need to base your life on? Is it, oh, you foolish Galatians? Is it, oh, you foolish Methodists? Oh, you foolish Lutherans? Oh, you foolish Catholics? Oh, you foolish Presbyterians? Oh, you foolish, oh, you foolish. I mean, the list goes on because the churches are listening to the world. They've had this Bible, which is the Word of God. And if you don't accept that as the Word of God, complete every single word in it as the Holy, Holy Spirit-inspired Word of God on how everything in your life is supposed to be, then I'll tell you what, just cash in your chips now. You're done. Because if you're not following that, that book, Old and New Testament, page one to page end, then guess what? Then don't go around calling yourself a Christian. Don't go around saying that you're following the word and will of God. Churches, churches have tossed aside the Bible altogether. They're teaching programs. They're teaching cheerleading sections. They're, they're teaching, you know, feel-good motivational speakers. They're, they're teaching, you know, comfort and ease and, and love and peace and all that good stuff. That's what they're teaching. And you know what? Oh, foolish Galatians. You've already given up. See, that word of God has become so murky. The word of God is this life-giving water. And it's become so murky because it's been filled up with so much dirt. And it's turned into mud. And that's what these churches are sitting there. And you know what happens with water when it's in the dirt? When the heat comes, 
the water evaporates, it leaves. And what does it leave behind? Dry, dead dirt, empty of life. And that's what has happened with the churches. The water of life, Jesus Christ, in his word inspired, given to us through, you know, the, the apostles and the prophets, and they've tossed it aside. So guess what? It evaporates. It leaves. God's spirit, which is that water of life, leaves. And what's left behind in them churches? Ichabod. The spirit has departed. Empty of life. Nothing left. So, using a farm analogy, where do you get your food? Where do you get the stuff that your body truly needs? The nourishment you really need every day? Do you get your food from good crops or bad crops? If, if the crops and the fruits and the grains and the vegetables and all that stuff are all rotted or dead, is that what you want to, your substance to live, you know, survive on? You want to eat that? It's not going to do you any good. It's going to kill you from the inside out. Do you, do you get your, your, your meats that are rotted and, and deteriorated and full of garbage? Or do you want the good stuff? The stuff that's good and can nourish you? Where do you get your food from? And the same question applies. Where do you get your theology from? If you're not getting your theology from the Word of God from page one to page end, then guess what? You're not getting the truth. You're not getting it complete. This is where that discernment comes in. You know, knowing good and evil, right and wrong. But folks, every answer is in the Scripture. Every question that has ever come about can be answered through the Scriptures. If you're sitting there and letting some kid on a social media or some preacher on a social media or somebody on a TV or a radio or this book or that book influence you, then you know what? You need to take and hold up that Bible between you and them. And I'll tell you what, that's going to be your filter. That's going to show you clear as that screen, you know, you're going to hold it up against that, and that's going to show you what the truth is. And if they're not jiving with that book, that proper book of God, then don't let it into your life. Come out from among them. Separate them. I don't care if you've been in a church for 500 years and you think that's the greatest thing in the world, Guess what? It's not if it doesn't filter through the scriptures. If anything they say contradicts the scriptures, anything that book says, that influencer, that radio, that TV, whatever, if it contradicts in the slightest, if it leaves out in the least bit the truth from the word of God, then like Paul says, I count it all rubbish. I can gain all the coolest things, be influenced by the coolest people, and have all the neatest, latest, and all this and that. It's all rubbish compared to the good news of Jesus Christ that's revealed in the scriptures. Anything beyond that, it's a bad influence. So folks, ask yourself, where does your theology come from? And ask it every day. Where does your truth come from? 
Question everything. I know that sounds like some paranoia thing, but you know what? Just like the Bereans, you have to study them scriptures to see if what people are saying is the truth. Don't let them influence you on the road to hell. Let the scriptures influence you to glory in heaven by the word of God, influenced by the Holy Spirit, the only true ultimate influencer you need in your life. I thank you for listening to this rant and rave. Again, my name is Rich Vangen, and I am preaching to myself, and this is things I preach to myself about, but I hope to share these things with you so that you can also question and hold up that book and filter everything through it, because that's what's most important. So I thank you for listening. God bless you, and may the Word of God come alive in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit, through our saving grace of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. God bless.